This is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony from Golden Years Financial Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Kevin and Michael provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony. Hello, and welcome back to the Swan Song Financial Show. My name is Kevin Anthony. And I'm Michael Anthony. We're with the organization called Golden Years Financial Advisors. And we'd love to hear from you. In fact, we've been uh, hearing a couple comments from a few of our clients and prospects and people out there just listening. And we'd love to hear from you. So give us a call, 574-968-SWAN. That's 574-968-7926. We're the organization where SWAN stands for Sleep Well at Night. You can also visit us on our website, goldenyears-advisors.com. And you can pick up the uh, podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So we just uh, love to hear from you. And today we're going to talk about one of the major financial programs that a lot of shows talk about out there. And that is 401k accounts. We're going to drill down a little bit. And a good reason that people talk about it, because that's one of the main components of retirement planning for millions of people. Uh, In fact, a great chance that most of you out there right now listening have a 401k or a 403b of your own. So how about understanding it? That's what we're going to try to do here today. And before we get going on the ins and outs of the 401ks, Michael, how you been doing? I've been doing pretty well. Uh, just working hard, enjoying life yourself. Uh, doing well, getting through some of the snow up here in northern Indiana and some of the cold. Uh, but looking forward to uh, getting into spring and the golf course is open. But uh, having a great time. Uh, clients are always interested in uh, financial uh, planning and financial questions. So 401ks is definitely one of those uh, questions, Mike, that we get a lot about. Uh, well, how do they work? Everybody knows a little bit of general about it, but we start dealing in with specifics when people come in and you see a lot of blank stares. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, a lot of people have a very rudimentary understanding of it. They know that, okay, part of my paycheck goes into my 401k and boom, that's that. I mean, not to underplay it, but that's normally how it works for most individuals. But I think it's important to have a little bit of a better understanding. Uh, So I think drilling down into it a little bit will at least, you know, give people an idea of what's going on behind the scenes. I would agree with that. There's a number of times we'll ask a client, is your uh, employer match? And sometimes we go, I don't know. So uh, (laughs) we're going to, we want you out there to be a little more informed. So we're going to give you some information. We're going to start with an article that was in uh, Investopedia, a good article. uh, It was called 401k, 401k plans, the complete guide. Now, how do you like that? The complete guide. I like that, but it really is a user-friendly guide and it has a lot of good basics in there. And so let's just start with a simple understanding, Michael, of uh, what a 401k is. Yeah. So a 401k is a tax advantaged retirement account that's provided by employers. Um, You know, and most people seem to understand that. And then an employee's contribution is, as I mentioned before, often automatically deducted from their paycheck. And in most cases, there is an employer match, uh, not in all cases, but 
sometimes that there is, and that employer match is extremely important. We've talked about it time and time again that that match is free money and it needs to be taken advantage of. Yeah, I think we're going to touch on that too, uh, hear about that whole issue of free money and what that looks like because most people do like free things and primarily free money is a beautiful thing. Yep, absolutely. And there are actually two types of 401ks and that's your traditional and your Roth 401k. And the main difference is just simply how they're taxed. Okay, so a traditional 401k is funded with pre-tax dollars. In other words, dollars that have never been taxed. And with a Roth uh, 401k, it's after-tax dollars that is funding that. And there's a big difference between those two different things. So again, if your employer offers both a traditional 401k and a Roth IRA, listen closely because we're going to talk about some of the benefits of both of those things. And really, one of the aspects on 401ks that sort of roll into another point here, uh, and one thing to note is that employees are typically responsible for choosing the investments uh, within their 401k plan. So I know everybody listening is uh, a real astute when it comes to all stocks, bonds, mutual funds, target funds, and all these kind of things that you see when you're on your 401k statement. And that's being facetious. We know that when people come in here and sit down, most of the time they turn over the 401k statements that really, I don't understand most of these particular options on here. I just went ahead and threw a dart against the wall more or less. So it's important to have that managed. Yep, I couldn't agree more. And a lot of people just end up going into their target funds, which is just an algorithm of stocks and bonds. You get more bonds the closer you get to retirement day, which, you know, theoretically speaking, is normally a little bit more safe and secure, but it it completely depends on the market. Like bonds are not the most safe and secure investments in the market right now. So it's it's important to pay attention to that and to know that that is your responsibility of choosing those investment styles. Absolutely. And I, and I think that's part of what we discussions we have is what's going on with the markets uh, from the stock market and the bond market. They're both equities. Uh, they both have risk. Uh, bonds have interest rate risk associated with them. So a whole nother fun topic to talk about there. But as you have these target funds out there, it's the easiest one to choose. But as you get older, you get more bonds and this might not be the best time for bonds at this time. So uh, we're going to talk about that probably in some other shows. Uh, just keep listening. That'll keep you coming back. We like that. Uh, but let's talk about maybe contribution limits, Michael. Uh, is there a maximum amount uh, that that an individual listening could put into a 401k? Yeah, there absolutely is. Um, and not everyone always hits the maximum amount. It completely depends on the individual. Uh, but for an employee, the maximum contribution for 2021 is $19,500. And that's for individuals under the age of 50. Above the age of 50, the individual employee could contribute $26,000. And that extra $6,500 is what's called a catch-up provision. You know, you're getting closer to retirement holy cow, let's start socking more money away. So that's why you're able to put in more funds at that point in time. But if you receive an employer contribution, that can actually make everything go up quite a bit. Uh, so both employee and employer, I know we're getting into a lot of numbers here, but it's both okay. employee and employer, because we were talking about match and you know, employers a lot of times maybe want to put more funds in there if they really want that employee to stay on. So the combined sure. total 
of employee-employer contribution for anyone under the age of 50 in 2021 is $58,000 or 100% of your salary, whichever is smaller. And if you're 50 or older, that limit comes to be even higher at $64,500, which is pretty large. Pretty large. And that's a lot of numbers in there. And actually, the administrator of the 401k will help track those numbers. So the important part is you don't need to know all the numbers. You need to know that there's a limit out there. Those limits are high. And we're not telling people, Michael, that, hey, if you're over the age of 50, go start putting 26000 on a 401k. We're not telling them that. We're just simply saying there are some limits out there. If you've got high discretionary and you want to sock a lot towards retirement, this might be an alternative. There are other alternatives out there that may be even more advantageous, but there are some pretty high limits on 401ks because most people think, well, I just put 3% in, but uh, there's some pretty high limits on 401k contributions. Absolutely. And you don't have to max out those contributions, as you just said, but at the least, a good rule of thumb is to get the full match out of your employer. A lot of times it's 50 cents on every dollar that's put in. Right. And you know, maybe that's up to 6%. Well then put in 6% and get the 3% free from your employer. So just a good rule of thumb, at least the match. Yeah. And there's some creative, uh, contribution, uh, matchings out there. We've heard, we've heard of them across the board dollar for dollar. In other words, you put in 3%, you get 3%. Uh, 50% on the dollar, like you said, Michael, is probably the most norm out there. We've seen some matchings up 8, 9, 10, 12% contributions where people are put in 12% and the employer puts in 12%. Which is absolutely crazy, but we have seen it. Yeah, and sometimes we've seen that after we've asked enough questions and the employee actually brings in the a book and we say, Hey, you're putting in 3%. Did you know you can get dollar for dollar up to 12? I mean, <laughs> it's just knowledge and knowledge is power out there. No doubt about that. So I think what we're saying here, Michael is on this part of things is that it's important to have a financial advisor and we'd love to be your financial advisor, by the way. So just let us know. <laughs> um, but it's important to have a financial advisor who knows the contribution limits, who can talk to your plan administrator, who also knows you independently and personally so they can make sure that your overall risk balance is right in the portfolio. Because you may talk to like a 401k plan person and they only know about your 401k. And they may be saying, well, this is the balance you should have in your 401k as far as investments. But an advisor like ourselves will know all the different investments you have and how to balance things out. So important. Absolutely. And that, and maybe if you should be doing a Roth 401k instead of a traditional 401k, it's there's big differences and having some of that uh, diversification and portfolio styles make a big difference. Yeah, that's true. And just to be on a, a point of clarity here too, if you do have an option to have a Roth uh, 401k and you want to put into a Roth 401k and you have a matching contribution by the employer, the employer's portion of that does go into traditional. So you may be looking at your statement going, I thought I was putting everything into a Roth, but I see there's two different accounts. Your employer contributions will go into the traditional pre-tax account while your money would be going into the after-tax account. Just something that we're starting to see on statements there too. So, hey, Michael, what can you tell us? We're going to change topics, but what can you tell us about withdrawals from a 401k? Yeah, super easy. Go ahead and do it whenever you want, right? (laughs) (laughs) Scratch that part. Yep. No, no, no. (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. So 401ks are retirement funds. Right. So it makes it a little difficult to get those funds out. So you really have to be a little bit careful with this because you can get slapped with a pretty large penalty 
if you pull out funds when you shouldn't be pulling out those funds. Right. So regardless if you have a traditional or a Roth 401k, you must be at least 59 and a half or, you know, there, there's a little innuendo if, if you leave your service from a certain employer at age 55, you right. can the same thing, but let's just say 59 and a half. Keep it simple. If you take it before age 59 and a half, you're most likely going to be facing a penalty of 10% on top of the other taxes that you're going to have to owe anyways from withdrawing. So what you're saying is somebody, let's say somebody wants to under 59 and a half could pull out $20,000 out of a traditional 401k. In other words, pre-tax money, that $20,000 is taxable for federal and state income taxes and a great chance because uh, there are some little uh, exclusions in there, but a, as an overall great chance, they're additionally going to pay another 10% on top of that. Yep. You're completely right. Yeah. So you pull out 20%. Folks think about this. You pull out 20%. With federal taxes at 22, state taxes, 10% penalty, real easy to start getting into that mid 30 to 40% of that that's all going to go towards taxes. And I think what we're trying to say here is most times when we hear people pulling out money for uh, out of traditional IRAs, it's because they don't have enough cash reserves. Absolutely. So, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Cash reserves is still the first starting block exactly any financial plan exactly so be careful with this nineteen thousand five hundred dollar limit to not just start putting that money in if you do not have adequate cash reserves establish your cash reserves first and then take a look at your other investments that would be the way to do it again professional financial advisor can help you on those things all well, right kevin so we can't pull funds out too early is there a timeline as to when we have to pull funds out yeah, there is. And you'd like to know that too. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Um, you know, both traditional and Roth 401ks are subject to required minimum distributions. And that is now age 72, not age 70. Remember that changed with the SECURE Act. Age 72 is when required minimum distributions have to come out. So think about what we just said, because this is something that a lot of folks don't know, that you have a required minimum distribution not only on traditional 401k plans, but also Roth 401k plans. All right. We have to take a distribution at the required minimum distribution age of 72. Which is kind of goofy. And I want, I want to touch on this just so people don't think we made a mistake and so that they don't get confused. <laughs> but Roth 401ks, if you keep it as a Roth 401k, because once you retire, you have that option, there would be an RMD at that point in time, a required minimum distribution. But now a Roth IRA, no required minimum distribution. Exactly. Another great tax law, one for the informed and one for the ill-informed. So follow us there on that. And here's another little caveat that came out of the SECURE Act. Yeah, primarily is, let's just say I'm still working and I'm 72 years old. I don't have to take a required minimum distribution out because I am still continuing to work. So that's, and that's not a brand new thing. It's just age 72, if you're continuing to work out of a, employer that you're working for an active an active 401k plan that you're working for so follow this if i'm working for an employer that has a 401k that i'm contributing to i do not have to take an rmd however if i have an old 401k not no longer working for that person or an ira i do have to take my required minimum distribution out so hopefully we've confused you enough to give us a call <laughs> that's but, like one of those cheeky yeah. questions you get on a test <laughs> yeah exactly right exactly right so we've talked about the differences in traditional and roth so uh, 
can we talk a little bit more about some of those pluses and minuses, Michael? Yeah. Uh, again, um, a traditional 401k, just like a traditional IRA is funds that are going to be tax deferred. They haven't been taxed. So we're deferring those taxes. Whereas a Roth 401k or IRA are post-tax contributions. Um, and mm-hmm. it's, one of the main things, I mean, there's a lot of ways to look at it, and it's always important to have different styles of fun. It adds diversification, not just investments, but in styles of funds as well. But one of the things most people look at is, okay, am I making less money now than I will be in the future, or will I be making more money in the future? And that is kind of where a lot of people say, okay, a Roth will make sense, or a traditional IRA will make sense. Yeah, right on track, Michael. I mean, it's it has to do with what tax management again exactly okay so again it is one of those ideas that you have to really think through work with your financial professional on should you have a traditional raw ira or it's a traditional 401k or a roth 401k if you have the option so that's yep. just one of those tax issues again minimizing taxes is the way to go okay minimizing taxes and tax laws are changing constantly so <laughs> yes they uh, are right now that's a that's a good broad range of how to sort of stroke yep. that if your taxes are going to be lower in retirement or higher in retirement sort of exactly in those things too and one of the interesting things that come up probably more often than not uh because people are leaving jobs a little more rapidly than the old days if you will is well, what about the idea of what should i do with my 401k money when I leave my employer. And Michael, there's a number of options. What are they? So you actually have four options and I'll list them quick and then we'll dive into them a little bit. You can either one, withdraw the money, two, roll over your 401k into an IRA, three, leave it with your old employer or four, move it to your new employer. Well, I think we should cover them a little in depth there, Michael. That's uh, some pretty good stuff. And I think the first one was withdraw money. And I know at the beginning of the show, that's sort of what you said facetiously. Just take your money out. Uh, Folks, that's not usually a good idea unless there is a circumstance for an exclusion uh, to get you away from the 10% penalty if you're prior to the age of 59 and a half. And I know the other rule about 55. um, Talk with your financial professional again if it's a good decision or not. The other part of taking your money out prematurely out of that 401k, Roth or traditional, is that you're taking your money away from retirement and that is your future income. So not only you're losing uh, the growth, first of all, you may be having more in taxation, you could be losing the growth on the accounts and you're also losing the impact of that money compounded on your future retirement income. I'm going to say simply across the board, probably 95 plus percent of the time, just a withdrawal out of that traditional 401k or even Roth 401k is a bad idea. I would completely agree with you. That's that's why I say it and jokingly because uh, almost never is that a good choice. Uh, one of the better choices and what we see more often is converting it into an IRA, right? I mean, I'd say yeah. we see that frequently, if not day, if not Daily, weekly, we see something like that. Yeah, definitely. And there's some advantages to that. Um, One of the biggest advantages is, again, diversification of assets. Uh, you've You've left an employer with a 401k. You're starting a new one uh, with a new employer in a 401k. 
You got old money there that you can use it to diversify. In other words, in more options than what your 401k plan is providing. So diversification of assets is one of the biggest reasons to roll over for a 401k to an IRA. Absolutely. And you couldn't have said it better. There is a diversification of investment options. That employer only offers so much. It's a limited amount of options. So in a 401k, you have a swimming pool of options and an IRA, you have the entire sea. Yeah, that's right. And we're just real quickly, we're not saying to do that rollover, but definitely consider it's one of the four different options out here. You may, there's other things about leaving your money with an employer. We're going to talk about that. That are some advantages. And one of those is uh, credit protection. Yep, That's one of the big things, but diversification, rolling over, controlling your money, uh, that's some pretty good, uh, some pretty good stuff and reasons to roll it over. It's not yep. an automatic decision though. Yep. I completely agree with you. And then, uh, the third option that I brought up is you can pr- probably go ahead and leave those funds with your old employer. Yeah, that's, that's true, Michael. And, and I see the, I see one advantage to that. Um, and folks just follow this real quick there. Uh, one primarily advantage, primary, uh, primary advantage there would be if you're in uh, a credit issue and a credit problem, maybe bankruptcy, uh, potentially going that particular way. Um, leaving your funds with the old employer does have some credit protection as opposed to um, uh, transver- transitioning it over to a standard IRA. So that might be something if you're looking for credit protection. The other thing to understand too is if your plan is less than $5,000, we run into this often um, because somebody just gets a a letter in the mail that their plans under $5,000, most employer plans will um, mandate a distribution on those. And so the other option, Michael, is to be able to roll the money over into the new employer plan if you started with another employer that has a 401k. Yep. It's just like a, you know, a, a rollover into an IRA, except it's just to the new 401k. So you see that every now and then as well. But those are, say, what are the four options I'd seen the, say the most Common one we see is rolling it over into an IRA, and by far the least common that we see and hear of is just withdrawing the funds. Yeah, true. And when we talk about rolling funds over in taxes, uh, when you roll it over properly, and it's important to do this correctly, if you roll it over properly, you never take what they call constructive receipt of the funds, so you're not taxed on that money. So when we talk about rollovers, transfers, these kinds of different things, we're talking about not incurring the taxation. Uh, that would you know that would take place. It goes from one custodian to the other custodian. So we've covered a ton, Michael, uh, within this um, particular segment. Again, if you need information, give us a call. Uh, we'll at the end of the show give you some uh, contact information. We would definitely love to talk to you, uh, Michael. What do you uh, want to take us next? Um. Yeah. So let, we we've broke down a lot of the basics already. So let's throw out a couple tips, a couple things to watch out for. So one of those things I would say is very often nowadays when somebody joins a new job and participates in an employer-sponsored plan, i.e. a 401k, a lot of times they're automatically enrolled in a 3% contribution to a 401k. Automatic. Automatic. And I, I think that's great. But consider beefing it up. I mean, 3% is not insignificant. Do not get me wrong. Right. But saving more when you might not even notice it pays dividends throughout the years. That's exactly right. Especially when it comes to employer matching again. And that's another area again, I know we've hit on that, but, uh, and take, take advantage of that free money. 
One other area in that uh, we say make sure that you're sort of looking at is the vesting schedule that you have with the employer. Uh, you may be four years into a job looking at making a change, uh, but the vesting schedule may be five years. And it might be one of those that's five years, you're uh, you're 0% invested because some have stair steps. You're 20% invested after first year, 42nd, 60 on the third, et cetera. But there are plans out there that says, hey, after five years, you're 100% invested. Before five years, you're not. It may be worth that uh, extra few months of working to become fully vested. So don't leave that uh, funds on the table. When we talk fully invested, we're talking about the employer's money that they're putting in there. Um, the other one is uh, probably, I would say, take a consideration there is maximizing your tax break, Michael. And I think that's probably an area that uh, we continue to talk about in tax uh, taxation is my maximizing that tax break. Again, these 401k plans allow you to put in up to 19.5, yeah, 26,000 if you're over 50. Take a look at your tax brackets. Where are you? It may be that you've crept into the 22% bracket. And by putting $3,000 extra in a 401k plan, it keeps you down in the 12% bracket. Yeah, that's a fantastic point. And, and on the other hand, that's a good way to look at Roth 401ks as well. Uh, you can actually contribute both to a Roth and a traditional Roth in the same year. Um, so it's, it's a good thing to take a look at, especially when you're talking about your tax bracket. But remember again, it's the total max contribution is that 19,500. So, I mean, you right. can do half of that into a Roth 401k or half of that into, into a traditional, but again, it's paying attention to where you are at that point in time as to how to manage those taxes. Yeah. And I think, I think that's a bunch of information, but that, that kind of diversification comes from, uh, pre-tax and after-tax money. And that's what we look at a lot. How much should you have pre-tax? How much should you have after-tax? How do we manage those tax brackets? So I think that's a fantastic point, Michael. Um, we've gave people a lot of money, uh, a lot of money. <laughs> I guess we did if you're listening, folks. I guess that's the way that goes. But I, I think summary-wise, as we close the show out, um, again, a 401k is a great plan. Don't leave free money on the table. If you can avoid a withdrawal out of the plan, please do, because you, you're sacrificing uh, not only taxation, but you're sacrificing potential of, uh, of, of income in your retirement. That's a big, big deal. And uh, 401ks are fantastic. Can you lose money in 401ks? Typically, they're in the market. They can go up. They can go down. Take a long-term approach to it as you get closer to retirement. Maybe get a little more conservative. Um, we didn't even talk about some of the ways to exit out of the plan. We're going to do that on another show, Michael. But I know we've covered a lot in this episode, episode here. And uh, I would just encourage our listeners that if they'd like more information, to give us a call. And how could they do that, Michael? Yeah, they can reach us online by going to goldenyears-advisors.com or giving us a call at 574-968-7926. We'd be happy to hear from everyone. Uh, Any questions, any recommendations of, you know, topics that we should discuss, we'd be happy to go over those uh, and just give you some information on it. Absolutely. Well, until then, and we hope to hear from you, We look forward to our next show and talking with you about some other topics in the financial markets. Hope you have a great week. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Swansong Financial Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, please contact Kevin and Michael Anthony at Golden Years Financial Advisors. Call 574-968-7926 or visit them online at goldenyears-advisors.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Golden Years Financial Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Indiana. Insurance products and services are offered through Golden Years Planning Services, Inc. and Anthony Financial Services affiliated companies. Kevin Anthony, Michael Anthony, Golden Years Financial Advisors, Inc. and Anthony Financial Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.